Well, hello, everyone, and welcome back to the I.O. podcast. My name is Nigel, and I am your host for this series. Today, we're jumping into chapter two of Philippians. But before we get there, let's take a broader look at what this chapter is all about. The majority of this chapter hits on the topic of humility and specifically looks at how Jesus models humility. Paul writes this beautiful poem explaining how Jesus, who was God, acted and served humanity as a man. This has some pretty huge implications. Like Jesus felt everything you've probably ever felt. He felt what being cold and hungry and anxious and excited and happy and proud and lonely all felt like. Did you know that? He also didn't pull the God card, as in, I'm God so I can do whatever I want card. Can you imagine having the power of creation at your fingertips and not even using it? Probably not because I feel like we all would, or maybe that's just me. Okay, but through the way he served, we see a clear example of how we're supposed to treat others. On top of Jesus's example, Paul also gives his readers really clear guidelines on how they should go about doing this. First, he says, don't grumble and don't argue. This is like when your parent or teacher or your sibling asks you for a favor and you say yes, but you're really annoying about it. Like you go really slow and you make sure that they see you doing everything that's a part of the task. You breathe loudly so they can hear your hard work in action, even though your lungs are already full. You know what I mean? Yeah, he says, don't do that. If Jesus, who again is God, served the people he loved the most with a joyful heart, maybe we should go about it in that way too. Paul also mentions his friends and partners being sent to the Philippians. What I'm hearing in this last section of chapter two is that if Paul, who was audibly called by Jesus to spread the gospel, needs help from his friends in the community, then we probably all do. A huge theme of all of Paul's writings is community, and this book is no different. Paul is sending his friends to the community in Philippi because he can't go himself. Remember the whole stuck in prison thing? <laughs> yeah, they need some help. So some of Paul's most trusted people are going in his place. We all need a community of people to help us when times get tough and to celebrate when things are going great. So with all that in mind, let's get into chapter two of Philippians. Therefore, if you have any encouragement from being united with Christ, if any comfort from his love, if any common sharing in the spirit, if any tenderness and compassion, then make my joy complete by being like minded, having the same love, being in one spirit and of one mind. Do nothing out of selfish ambition or vain conceit. Rather, in humility, value others above yourselves, not looking to your own interests, but each of you to the interests of others. In your relationships with one another, have the same mindset as Christ Jesus, who, being in very nature God, did not consider equality with God something to be used to his own advantage. Rather, he made himself nothing by taking the very nature of a servant, being made in human likeness. And being found in appearance as a man, he humbled himself by becoming obedient to death, even death on the cross. Therefore, God exalted him in the highest place and gave him the name that is above every name, that at the name of Jesus, every knee should bow in heaven and on earth and under the earth, and every tongue acknowledge that Jesus is Lord to the glory of God the Father. 
Therefore, my dear friends, as you have always obeyed, not only in my presence, but now much more in my absence, continue to work out your salvation with fear and trembling, for it is God who works in you to will and to act in order to fulfill his good purpose. Do everything without grumbling or arguing, so that you may become blameless and pure, children of God without fault in a warped and crooked generation. Then you will shine among them like stars in the sky as you hold firmly to the word of life. And then I will be able to boast on the day of Christ that I did not run or labor in vain. But even if I am being poured out like a drink offering on the sacrifice and service coming from your faith, I am glad and I rejoice with all of you. So you too should be glad and rejoice with me. I hope in the Lord Jesus to send Timothy to you soon, that I also may be cheered when I receive news about you. I have no one else like him who will show genuine concern for your welfare. For everyone looks out for their own interests, not those of Jesus Christ. But you know that Timothy has proved himself, because as a son with his father, he has served with me in the work of the gospel. I hope, therefore, to send him as soon as I see how things are going with me, and I am confident in the Lord that I myself will come soon. But I think it is necessary to send back to you Epaphroditus, my brother, co-worker, and fellow soldier who is also your messenger, whom you sent to take care of my needs. For he longs for all of you and is distressed because you heard he was ill. Indeed, he was ill and almost died. But God had mercy on him and not on him only, but also me, to spare me sorrow upon sorrow. Therefore, I am all the more eager to send him so that when you see him again, you may be glad and I may have less anxiety. So then welcome him in the Lord with great joy and honor people like him because he almost died for the work of Christ. He risked his life to make up for the help you yourselves could not give me. Thanks for joining us on the IO podcast. Be sure to check back in next week as we dive into Philippians chapter three. 